you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hi, and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. I hope all's well wherever you are, and happy holidays wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by McDonald's. Yes, on this Christmas, give everybody, give your loved ones what they really want an egg McMuffin in their stocking. Also, give them a hash brown. And I, what I've recently started to revel in is that the, the hash brown comes in, in its own little paper sleeping bag of mm. sorts. And I think that makes it extra fancy. I like eating it without having to touch the hash brown. Anyway, much coming up here. If you're listening on Christmas Eve, Christmas Dave, or just beyond, welcome to the show. I think I just uh, made a Freudian slip there and said uh, Christmas Dave. You know what? For the remainder of this show, I am Christmas Dave. All right. To be in the spirit. You know, somebody else in this uh, studio here is also in the Christmas spirit. You can see it on YouTube or NFL.com, a festive sweater on one of the two people here. We'll get to him in just a second. We're going to be talking to the director and the writer of so many great movies in the 21st century. Legitimately, my favorite comedies of the 21st century. Adam McKay is here. We're going to be kibitzing about the big short. We're going to talk about who we're loving going into Week 16. Some big games coming up. The Week 16 Red Challenge flag pick segment. We're going to go through the biggest games for you there. And, of course, you can find all our segments segments on YouTube, piece by piece, all the worthwhile stuff for you to watch if you if you consider yourself too fancy or too important to sit through 45 minutes of football talk, then go and piece by piece, you can watch those things on YouTube and look for DDFP. All right, let's say hello to everybody. First of all, the man dressed in that uh, aforementioned festive green sweater all the way from London, England. He is our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. Handsome Hank. Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. 
season's greetings, handsome. Happy Christmas to you, Dave. Yes. Well, listen. How are you? Well, I'm festive. Yes. And I think I've made that quite clear. You are. You are. Happy Christmas, Dave. Especially because... We have an we have a very exciting mm -hmm. and uh, I dare I use the uh, the superlative elite an elite Hollywooder wow. is in our midst right here. I mentioned that he is the director of the Big Short, which is getting gangbusters review all over the place. It's the one movie people are talking about this December. It's Adam McKay. What's the poop, fella? Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. Certainly, yeah, we got a new movie coming out. Doing pretty good, getting good reviews, and it has nothing to do with football. So I'm here. <laughs> make for a difficult conversation yeah. along the way. Well, let, let's see what we can uh, what, what we can make work, where we can uh, find the intersection in the Venn diagram. Legitimately, like I say, I'm not just saying. Ask behind the glass there. Do I not say what's the funniest movie? I always say of the 21st century. Black tie. You have a lot of. Don't you embarrass me in front of our esteemed guests. Well, I might have changed it since yesterday. No, know. it never changes. It's Talladega Nights. I always say that's. God bless you. I God bless really. You. Uh, well, and you have uh, obviously some other ones that uh, people hail. Anchorman, obviously, Dynamite mm -hmm. stuff. I, you know, I mean, Step Brothers and so on. Those, I look, I, I really do mean it when I say. The trip, which Handsome over here introduced me to. Mm -hmm. I love the trip. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Love the Michael Caine off. That would be in the mix for me. Right. But outside of that, I think that I would say that those three movies rank as the funniest uh, in this century. I would go Austin Powers. I might the very first one. You forget how funny that was. I would drop that in there. I would also do Office Space. Yeah. Oh, I. You know, I feel like that might be '97-ish though. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. Thank you. I forgot my year. But Still, though, it's very high in my ranking. I feel bad correcting you right out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my comedy years. Let's uh, let's take a look at the Big Short. Anything you want to say about it? Tell us. I, I I happen to know a little bit about it, but uh, better for you to explain, probably. Well, it's basically it's about five or six outsiders who saw the entire collapse of the economy coming when no one else did, and they're kind of weirdos. They're kind of oddballs, and they're played by like some of the great actors working right now. So that's kind of the idea. Well, so we've uh, we've jumped into it already. Very important stuff here. And of course, uh, the opening of your movie, I say again, it's getting magnificent reviews. Better reviews than any movie out in December. I'm not going to mention what those movies right. are, but, uh, but <laughs> they, this really is uh, a movie. Who is, you say, some big stars? I see that you've got uh, Ryan Gosling and Brad Pitt in this one. Yes. Who's more handsome? Well, it's a tough call. Uh, you know, I would put Brad Pitt more towards the kind of Paul Newman, Robert Redford, old school, little bit weathered, kind of handsome. You could picture him like riding up on a horse right. across a snowy field. Uh, Gosling probably is a little bit more of a fastball. He's more like 98 miles an hour down the straight. Uh, certainly when we were on set, it was funny to watch all the women extras, like their hearts palpitate. They would start to breathe hard. They would point at him. For Gosling. For Gosling. Not Gosling. for Pitt any longer. He's, nah. he's moved beyond. Pitt gets, you know, the women that like Pitt are more older, mature women right. now. So they're a little cooler and kind of handling Oh, I, I saw, I watched Thelma and Louise the other day. It happened to be on TV. And I watched, and suddenly in there, he's very strong. Oh, he's then. pretty, he was, he? was in the fastball oh, category then. But yeah, you're right. I think he's moved, he's moved beyond. He's still got heat. He can still get to like 91. Mm -hmm. He's still got like some off-speed stuff. So like, you know, my wife swoons over him. But Gosling is more like the 23-year-old assistant 
can't talk when he shows up at our offices. So it's two different games. Either way, you're a lucky devil. You got to have both those handsome devils in your midst. Um, all right, let's take a look at the movie The Big Short. And like you say, this is about characters who did have some foresight about what was coming in the uh, 2008, unlike Dave Damashek, who bought a house in June of 2008. Oh, and no. Then in, and then in July, <laughs> the economy oh, collapsed. No. And so did uh, my well-being. All right, let's take a look at the big short here. You have no idea the kind of crap people are pulling, and everyone's walking around like they're in a damn Enya video. You hate Wall Street, but maybe it's time to quit. I love my job. You hate your job. I love my job. Wall Street took a good idea and turned it into an atomic bomb of fraud and stupidity. Mark Baum, the fiery guy who doesn't trust the system. I'll tell you how much I'm worth. You are back. He wants to punish the people doing the wrong thing. How can you sleep at night knowing that you are ripping off working people? He's sort of an unlikely hero. I'm sure the world's banks have more incentives than greed. Baum doesn't hold his opinion. You're wrong. Doesn't suffer fools. The banks got greedy, and I can profit off of their stupidity. He's speaking the truth. Giving out any light bulbs. Mark, if Morgan goes under, we end up with nothing. I say when we sell. This isn't about you. This isn't about you. Hey, up hey, inside hey, hey, I so say when we sell. Boom. Looks marvelous. I'll say this to you. I got the screener um, over the weekend, and uh, I wanted to watch it because, um, you know, do my uh, diligence, as they say. But uh, I, uh, my DVR didn't work, so I couldn't watch I mean, oh. my, uh, my, my DVD player wasn't working. I totally understand. Okay. I would have watched it so we could have a, a, a really thorough conversation about it. <laughs> you watched Clueless instead, didn't you? A rerun of Clueless off TBS. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, so now we'll just have to skim the surface of the movie. <laughs> and have an artificial kind of conversation about it. What is your favorite movie that you've done? I'm sure this is the question that everybody asks you. Well, I definitely love this one. I mean, it's very different, but I, I think the one that you can always- the You can feel that this one is different than, uh, than most of Totally, the yeah. Even though there's funny stuff in it, it's very entertaining. I think I still go back to Step Brothers, though. I think that's the one when it's on at like midnight on FX or some weird channel. I'll actually watch 20 minutes of it and laugh really hard. I think that's the one where Pharaoh and I just said, the heck with it, let's do whatever we want. Uh, but I don't know, I love Talladega Nights. I mean, that family prayer scene is one of my favorite scenes we've ever done. Uh, and then Anchorman, you know, I, I love each one, there's no question, but Step Brothers tends to be the one I watch the most. Talladega Nights, the bar scene is the greatest. I love the it. Rare I scene. love I mean, it. Yeah, there's so. <laughs> I just was watching it the other night, and when Will, Will Ferrell comes home after the hospital, and <laughs> <laughs> and it's a whole new family is uh, is another. And they've they pasted over John C. Reilly's yeah. face over the picture and. Um, now, I did happen to mention Black Tie is trying to give me words while we're having this conversation. I have in my ear, he's whispering to me, but not for public consumption, but he's saying, hey, there's another movie out this uh, December to help me with the transition. Nice. Into this thing. Right. Appreciate it. I'm not going to mention what it is. Well, I am going to in just a second. I thought it would be fun to play a little game here. You're a football fan. You're a movie fan. Let's see how big a fan you are on both of these. Handsome, you're welcome to join in on Thank this you. too. We are going to play a game now. It's called Football Player or Star Wars Character. Ooh, I love Let, it. Let's see how we can do here I with this. love it. And the first name up here. I'm going to start nice and slow here, I think. Mm. Start with an easy one for you. 
Barkevius Mingo, football player, Star Wars character. Barkevius Mingo, God, he might have been one of the, he might have been like a right-hand man in the Cloud City mm. in Empire Strikes Back, but he sounds to me like a linebacker. I'm going to go football. Very nice. Well done, McKay. You're out of the gate red hot here. And is he a linebacker? Was I right on that? He's a pass he's rushing a, yeah, end. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. He, he would have like an orange or brown lightsaber, I think, right? That's definitely not a DB name. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Mingo, you know, is on the Cleveland Browns because uh, when you see them come out onto the field, their pants say Browns on the side of them. Oh, so that's so convenient. Cleveland yeah. It does. Also, yeah. totally that's know who you're no, seeing. Yeah. No chance. By the way, what is your football team? I am the Eagles. Uh, I grew up around Philly. Uh, it's been a rough year for us, but yeah, we claim in Eagles. all sports. In all sports, it is well. The Sixers don't even register anymore. We don't even <laughs> pretend we have a basketball team. They basically become a Triple A team, and we're waiting for them to come back to the pros. But uh, but yeah, the NFL has been tough this year too. Chip Kelly, I, I pray there's a master plan. I'm not sure what it is. We're getting pretty it deep into not, things yeah, now for there still to, for the master plan yeah. to have not been revealed yet. I think the year seven, might, it's coming, everybody. I think it might be get rid of all these players again this year and bring some more in as oh, well. Oh my God! Here's painful. another. Here's another pretty easy one for you. Wedge Antilles, football player. Star Wars. Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. If he Skywalker, was a football player, though. Uh, Wedge Antilles would be a backup quarterback for the uh, Buccaneers. See, I like him as a fullback. <laughs> I like, like the word wedge. Yeah, I like wedge the idea of yeah. He's, yeah, he's like, you know, he just comes in on short yardage situations. Next up, Bib Fortuna. Uh, Star Wars. That's correct. Yeah. What is Bib? Uh, Bib is, uh, I think Bib's the guy who hangs around with Jabba and has the weird you, uh, head the curly, I'm the very curly impressed. Head. That's good. Yeah. Bib Fortuna, if he was a football player, he's a kicker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Bib Fortuna from 49. Oh, it's left. <laughs> <laughs> no good, Bib Fortuna. Soso Jamabo. Soso Jamabo. Wow. That could be Babylon 5. You could mm. be going to another science fiction show on that. That's got to be NFL. It Well, you know what it is? It's college football. It's a curveball I threw at you uh, there. It's a UCLA okay. running back, and it just might be the grandest name in all of pigskin. Can you say it one more time? So, so, Jamabo. I sing oh, songs about it. That is good. You can set it to the uh, to the tune of Phil Collins' Susudio, and it works beautifully. Or a Doobie Brothers song, it kind of sounds like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, Say Ye Ajira Tutu. Say Ye Ajira Tutu. Well, you, I, I, I'm I think going, I know. I think I know. On that sounds one. Samoan, which makes me think NFL. You're correct. You have yeah. not missed one. Not missed one yet. Crix Medin. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a made-up name. That's a Star Wars You're organic. on the right. <laughs> Crix Medin. Didn't he shoot uh, Franz Ferdinand to start World War One? That's it. That you got that right. Yeah. See? Right. Answer right. C. Neither of the above. <laughs> that is, well, speaking of, you, you say if the standard is that's a made-up name, a lot of names playing in football these right. days. It's true. Clearly the mom was, you know what? I want this guy to be unlike any other human being who's ever walked the face of the earth. That's Our why tedious. I'm going to name him Debrickashaw. Yep. Or in this case, <laughs> well, I don't want to. All right, I think so I wait, just, say the name one more time. Cricks Medine. That's got to be NFL. Cricks Medine is a uh, a, a white slot receiver. 
who, who's undersized, <laughs> five foot eight, scrappy player. Yep. He'll get you a first down. Third and seven, he, he'll catch it every time. Went to Wyoming or maybe Went Montana. Went to Wyoming, exactly. 100 yeah. catches with Brady, goes to another yeah. team, has 11 catches. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's the guy, Cricks Medine. I'm just going to say you're right, even though you're not. I can't. I don't know what Cricks Medine did. Yeah. What, what was he in Star Wars? Here's a made-up name, Charkandrick West. But was it made up by a football player's parent or by George Lucas? Oh, Charkandrick West, I think I just heard him interviewed on the radio. He is, is he Chiefs? Oh, you're correct. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. there's an interview scene in the, the new Star Wars movie? There is a, there's a lot of interview scenes in the Weird. new Star Wars. It's very Coming off the yeah. field of the battle. So how did that go for you out there? Did you feel good about that? <laughs> it, by, also, by coincidence, it's also a station on the London Underground on the tube, Charkandrick West. Like, where are you traveling to? I need a ticket to Charkandrick West. <laughs> Charkandrick Rangers, too, exactly. are a really yeah, yeah. good They're premiership good team. Good, good yeah. Team. Um, all right, let's move on then. You both did uh, very nicely there. That was good teamwork. And I, you know what? I feel bad. Black tie behind the glass. Why would you do this game? We're here to talk about the big short, and then you want us to talk about another movie out? What, what, that's, that's bad manners, Black Tie. I just, it, it, just trying to be pop culture relevant. That's all it is. It's all in, all in the same bag. We're all, well, not me. I'm not a Star Wars fan, but everyone is. So I'm sorry that we had to go through that. Yeah. I actually like... very much enjoyed that game right. okay. and could probably play it for another half an hour. <laughs> so. one, one quick fact, though. Shea Jiratutu, Nigerian. Nigerian name. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we had some other ones. Maybe we'll get back to them as we go along here. Now it's time, though, for who are you loving going into week 16. I don't need to tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Huge games coming up here for teams that want to get into the playoffs. And for that matter, the teams that are now trying to figure out who's going to get that number one pick next uh, right. next May in Chicago. Th right. These games ma are meaningful to them as well. Handsome, I start with you. Who are you loving? Well, Dave, I'm, it's not so much that I'm loving this thing, but I'm going to have to learn to love it. Our friends at the Around the NFL podcast who, who do great work. They have a segment during the first half of the season called uh, they fork teams. They, if a team they don't believe is going to make the playoffs, they will stick a fork in them. Mm. And at one point, they refused to stick a fork in the Washington Redskins, which now proves to have been a wise move. But I said to Chris Wessling from the podcast that if they, did, if, if they weren't willing to fork them, I would. And if the Redskins made the playoffs, I would never use a fork again in my life. Wow. Which now is proving to be a little difficult. So you're I'm, a man of honor. I am handsome. a man of honor. Uh, you know that. But there's a sport. This is what my, yeah. my future is sports. Mm -hmm. And I think <laughs> this weekend the Eagles play the Redskins on Saturday. Tune in, watch it's on NFL Network. But if the if the Redskins win that game, they pretty much have the NFCs wrapped up. My future is sports. So I'm kind of assuming that the Eagles aren't going to beat the Redskins. Sorry. And I feel like I may be using sports for the rest of my life. I, I mean, I don't think you are expressing the proper amount of nervousness. I'm, I'm, I mean, you should be I am paralyzed with fear but right I, now. But I'm now past the point where I'm paralyzed with fear, and I'm actually having to embrace Sporks. So much so that I looked up on Amazon yesterday how much a like a bumper pack of Sporks would cost. And you can get them for <laughs> like $15 would probably That's be a lifetime bad. supply. Wow. Metal, though, you're going to... No, gonna these are like them. the plastic seat, but I would like to be like the man with the golden spork. Yeah. Maybe get a, a golden <laughs> spork made, engraved and things. And, uh, and then use that for Do it. you know what the more proper name, the more formal name of a spork is? I don't. Please tell Runcible me. Spoon. Very nice. Wow. I would expect you to know that, Englishman. Yeah, That's like much I I've heard that, but I didn't Wow. I feel Do like you if you... have a Runcible Spoon I could borrow? That, yeah, like, that would I would be have weird. to go to people's houses. Adam McKay, yeah. you yeah. can only have one utensil for the rest of your life. Which is it? 
<sighs> I'm going spoon. Mm. I think the spoon is yeah, the right thing. I think a fork might be. You can cut with the spoon. Yeah. I want a, more of a teaspoon so it's got an edge. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm sharpening it too as a weapon. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a shiv. I'm going to be able to eat with it. Yeah, it's my spoon. Or your Swiss Army knife that is, or a spoon that is a knife when you need it. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. I advance this, and for 2016, this is one thing I would like to improve society with. I think that we need to replace. We just have accepted the standard that the plate is the only way to go when you're eating. In almost every case, a bowl would be superior. Not eating a steak. If you have to cut a piece of meat, you want the flat plate. But really, aren't you better served with a bowl in almost every every other case? You could do a shower curtain. Is also a good way to go. Just yeah. lay all your food out on the shower curtain. Like Wrap it all the way around me and yeah. hold it. Yeah. I'm not a healthy eater, yeah. so that's. <laughs> I always think the the plate is overrated, but the table is fine. Like, a table is essentially a large plate. Like my, you know, like my father before me, I notice the older I get, food. I'm a sloppy eater, and the food is now starting to move up on my face. <laughs> my father once got food up over his eyebrow. I haven't reached wow. that yet, but I thought, you know, that really. I mean, that's that's gonna take me that once I get in my 50s, I expect to. By the way, I think Eagles will beat Washington. Oh, oh thank you. I'm going to say it because that is a weird division. Agree. Nothing has been yes. consistent. They still have weapons. They have a lot to play for. I'm going Philly. I, I, I hope not you're right. I'm not because I'm a homer. I hope you're not because right. I'm a homer. I really do think Philly's going to just, it would be the most inconvenient thing for that division. It would annoy everyone. I think they're going to pull it off. I kind of agree with that. We're going to get to the picks. Is that one of our games? Yeah, we're, games. we'll get to the picks in a second. Quickly, I'll tell you this. Who am I loving? In honor of Adam McKay being here, this is shameless shilling, but to try to make it up for you for the uh, for Black Tie's uh, <laughs> ill-conceived Star Wars bit in front of you. <laughs> what do I love? The big shorts in the NFL. This is a game of large, large human beings, but who are the biggest stars right now in the NFL? The short guys. Antonio Brown, 16 catches. He is having a historic year. We talked about that on the earlier show this week. He's dynamite, and he's five foot ten. He's the best receiver in football. And I, it's time to start acknowledging he's a generational talent and is going to go down as one of the six or eight best receivers of the Super Bowl era if he yep. continues to do anything close to what he's done these last three years. Uh, Russell Wilson. The it's very weird that a lot of people have just now decided to to announce that they think he's good as though oh yeah you did you see him playing in the last couple of Super Bowls yeah he's good already yeah, he wasn't just along for the ride you throw Teddy Bridgewater in there how tall is Bridgewater he like six one I he's think yeah he's lately he's not a star yet but he's had some good games mm -hmm. recently he has he looks at what's also striking about him is it's not so much that he's short it's that he's so young he looks like a, a he looks twelve yeah. yeah yeah he does look twelve. He always has those I think gloves he is on. 12, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got a waiver. He got that's a, waiver. a real good story for yeah. the NFL. <laughs> Look, we have a, a preteen out here doing great things. And also the honey badger, Tyron Matthew, sad to see him yeah, go that down. Yeah, that He might have been the defensive player of the year. Maybe he'll still get that, but uh, he's out for the season. Is he a small guy? Yeah. Yep. Oh, tiny guy. Really? I didn't oh, yeah. know that. Oh, I think wow. he's 5'7". I mean, he's Almost very nice. small. He's somewhere around there. 5'8". Really? Five wow. Nine, somewhere around that. Not a big guy. All right. So black tie. Now what? We're gonna bid, we're gonna bid Adam McKay the farewell. Adam is uh, is over sadly, and uh, so we still have the games to get to. But uh, you know, great times with Adam. But all right, before he goes, then let's just let him do his preview. He made his pick. So Adam McKay, DC, Philly, 
choose, you've, you formally made your pick. I'm going to say that's the game where that weird Kelly offense wakes up a little bit. I'm going to say Philly takes it to him a little bit. I'm going to go 32, I'm going to go 32-17. I'm going to say Ooh. it's a weird blowout. We're all like, what just happened? I'm picking weird blow. Let's not get and crazy then, like DC is uh, right, some world beater. Of course, that's yeah, yeah. And they probably yeah. they're probably going to overindulge on Christmas Day. Maybe Kirk Cousins has you know a couple slices extra of ham or something, and then wakes up feeling a little strange the next day. The thing that can kill Philly though is, as you know, I mean, people always tell tales about how nasty the Philly fans can be. But any fan base. But in December, like you say, year three for Chip Kelly. The fact that this is a home game is a virtue so long as they get out of the gate all right in Week mm-hmm. 16. Yep. If they fall down, uh, you know, double digits, that crowd will turn against them, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be rough. So, handsome, your pick. I'm picking the Redskins. Like I said earlier, I think I'm throw the red challenge flag. You got to do it. I'm going to throw it out luck. there. Now you're doomed. You're never going to be in a in a fancy movie after you did that. That was disrespectful. He's probably right, by the way. But I just, I don't know. <laughs> I, that division has been so annoying. It yeah, I mean, anything, I just know that kind of the tables have turned on me and the, the whole sport thing is I'm, I'm resigned to it now. All right, we're going to continue with the picks, but we're going to let you go. Adam McKay, what a pleasure, man. What a, a, great, uh, yeah. a great visit from you. We appreciate you taking the time to do it. I know, obviously, you have fancy shows to go on and promote the big picture. Uh. The Big Short, I will certainly watch it. I'm going to go to the theater. I'm, I have a yeah. screener, but I'm not even going to watch Let's it. Go to get Bless it. You. Yeah. You wanna, Let's go to You and me go? You and I. I like that. Right. I like where your head's at on that. Adam McKay, thanks so much, and thanks for all the uh, the great pictures over the years. Yeah, thank you so much. And thank thanks you for having me. Thank yeah. you. And I'm going to look ahead, and I guarantee you, I will watch all those movies that we talked about whenever I find them on yeah. the uh, on the cable exactly. channel. <laughs> so you're going to fill many hours still to come in my life. Adam McKay, The Big Short, December 23rd. Go see it, why don't you? Back with the picks in just a second here. Dave Damashek, yeah. There he goes. Adam McKay. That was Delightful fun. fellow, right? Yeah, lovely guy. Yeah, you shouldn't have thrown that flag at him. That I, dooms your future in show business. Yeah. Well, I guess this is oh, pseudo show business, This is as right? close as I'm going to get. Yeah. And by the way, have the Denver Broncos been tweeting nasty things at you, handsome? They have not, because I I didn't tweet nasty things at them. I didn't tweet anything nasty at them. I encourage you to go on Twitter and look up uh, at Damashek and then at Denver Broncos. Earlier in the week, they were tweeting about how they think the Pittsburgh Steelers are dirty. So I pointed out some things that maybe they've done that weren't so nice. And then they responded to me saying that I'm not objective or insinuating as Have much. you ever said you are objective? No, I like I it when, I'm people, not a when people accuse you not of being objective. It's like, yeah, but, I, but I always said I'm not. Kamish Goodell never asked right. me to, to hey, don't objective. let anybody know who you're rooting for. Hence the fact Breaking that there's news. a lot of black Dave and gold isn't a football here. reporter. No, right. I'm an opinionator. Yeah. I keep my, but you know what? I can distinguish, as a grown-up, between what I want and what I think. You understand? Do I think the Steelers are going to the playoffs? I don't know. Let's talk about that right now as we continue to dig in to the picks. As we begin, the Red Challenge Flag Picks! Red Challenge Flag Picks! Hey, I don't think you guys sang behind the glass, and I don't appreciate that. And this is uh, the the holidays are a time to come together. So let's try it again. Three, two, one, everybody. Red Challenge Challenge Thank you. Thank you to my my DDFP family back there. Happy holidays to everybody. They're getting drunk back there. A lot of them already are drunk and have been. A lot of them show up to work drunk, which I think is admirable. 
Is that, did I say that right? Yeah, admirable. Well, you're tried to. somebody else is drunk too, apparently. Hey, listen, let's press on here with the red challenge picks. I go just for good measure. I'm gonna because uh, you were too nice to to throw it directly at I Adam. I decided McKay. not to throw it at him. I, you thought that would? I don't, I don't see. You were you were a coward. I, I don't like that. I threw it directly at you. I do think the Eagles are gonna win in your. Eagles, your 1960. I wish they still wore this Philly color. Eagles color green. Yeah. I wish they still wore this. They gotta go back to those they already. And, not, and they would. They the definitely. Silver, the silver wings on the helmet. Well. And definitely not the all black uniforms. What no, was no. that? Who do you think you are? You're the Eagles. You wear green and silver and white, and that's it. Like all Eagles, green in, and silver and white. Correct. Thank you. Indiana. I never liked it when they had the white hats and the green wings. Yes. So that looked weird. The Indianapolis Colts, desperate for a win. I mean, it may be done already for them. They but might be. They could scratch their way into this thing if things break just so. At your Miami Dolphins, I'll start it off here since you took the first one. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins, handsome Hank. Dave, I wish I could throw this red challenge flag at you, but the truth is that the Dolphins shouldn't win this game because my hope is, at this point, I think they can get maybe the fourth overall draft pick, but they are guaranteed to win this game because that's exactly what they shouldn't do. What's the one thing the Dolphins need to add? Uh, um, well, I can't say the thing, the first thing on my head, but a, a coaching staff, a, a... Player I'm talking about. I see. I think a defensive back, would be, a corner, a good corner in the draft is what I would like them to do. I think Brent Grimes, who, who you know, a year ago was a pro bowler, has been a long way from his best this season. Yeah, there's not going to be a quarterback, so even if you're cynical about... I think a quarterback... He's fine. Know, he's not he's been great, fine. though. He hasn't been great, but I think a new coaching staff might... Like, the the Eagles offense, the Chip Kelly offense, the Bill Lazor offense has been proven not to work anywhere, and so Ryan Tannehill not working in that offense isn't necessarily, to me, symptomatic of Ryan Tannehill not being a good enough quarterback. Interesting, but he has gotten a lot of rope over the course yep. of his career. Yeah, I, I guess he's this, deserved I think next, year, next year is the... Is, uh, they can't get out of his contract anyway now, but after next year, they could. Well, maybe they get an up-close look at uh, their next coach in Chuck Pagano. That's one of the rumors out there. I think it's going to be Sean Payton. Next up, Patriots, Jets, handsome. Choose. The New England Patriots will win this game. I agree. I am very tempted to take the Jets here. They're going to show up. Absolutely. They're not as good as the Patriots. They're not as good. We know that much. But Todd Bowles... Gangbusters work, certainly better than They'd what Rex the Ryan Cowboys has done. by three points on Saturday. That doesn't make it. I, I, that kind of stuff, I'm, maybe I'm Coach Tomlin in my head or watch too much Seattle Seahawks football over the last four or five years. You don't have to whip everybody. You just have to survive, win the game, and, and move on, especially yeah, in December. Nice. They, Gotta get, look, they, they couldn't get in the end zone. You can't, against Dallas the Patriots, has a decent defense. Against the Patriots, you cannot just kick field goals. All right, the Patriots will secure the number one seed against the Jets. I won't be stunned, though. I'll be interested to see if Chris Ivory can make some hay against that front seven. Good as it is at bringing the heat passing in passing situations. Maybe they can be had on the ground. Next up, suddenly more compelling for bad reasons. You don't like to see the Honey Badger sitting down the rest of the season, but might open the door a little bit to the passing game for the Packers. Packers... Cardinals, Dave choose. Dave chooses the Cardinals. I think Bruce Arians rallies the fellas at least for one week. I am concerned come uh, come January, but I think on this day at least the Cardinals will survive it. Check your pick your own rules, man, of your own game. Yeah. Why? Make your pick and then you move the on. The rules don't apply today. On, we Chuck. know that. No, none of the rules apply today. Do as I do as I. I'll throw a red challenge flag at him anyway, uh, but just for that. But that's not. I, I don't. I agree with your pick. 
I agree. I think that uh, I think the Honey Badger will be a big loss. I think the Cardinals are the best team in the NFL at the moment. And I think that the Packers' offense has not been doing well, and I don't think it will do well enough to, against that Cardinals' defense with or without Tyron Matthew. Cardinals are the best team in the NFL. Wow, that's strong stuff. So you see them in the finals. I look forward. Still- I, think the, I think the game of the year, if it, if it happens, and I expect it to happen, is going to be that NFC Championship game between the Panthers and the Cardinals. I think that will be a terrific game, and I think the Cardinals will win it. Well, I mean, if it's in Carolina, well, we have a few weeks to debate that. But, uh, you know, listen, justice, if the football gods are listening, which I assume they always are to the DDFP, I assume this is appointment listening to the football gods. I'm sure. Come on, after Carson Palmer and Bruce Arians has been such a nice story since he got yeah. out of Pittsburgh through Indianapolis and now landing in the desert. I can't, there, I, I say it all the time, and I no, no knock on the Panthers. I like Cam Newton and a lot of the fellas that we've talked to from that team. But the pan, the the cards are such a likable bunch from can, Arians on down. If they are listening, can the football gods do this as well for us? Can we not have any more injuries this season? That's I hate what to I, get into I the agree. playoffs and have you know Landry Jones starting at quarterback for the Steelers or what? Just let's just quit with the injuries. I am with you a hundred percent. Thanks, Dave. I, you know, I'm like, but Bengals fans act as though it's my pleasure that Andy Dalton. No, I want, I want the, the foes at a hundred percent. The best yes. players to be playing. Yes. All right. Next up, and lastly, the aforementioned Cincy Bengals at the Denver Broncos. Both fan bases and maybe the teams themselves suddenly don't like Damashek so much because. I'm not rooting for you, but I'm not rooting against you. Right. Except in playoff seeding and such. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati Bengals, Denver Broncos, handsome hang. Dave, I want to say. Big one. Peyton Manning's a legendary player. I think he should be back under, under center for the Broncos. I think it's important. When he comes back, they're going to win a lot of games in a row. No, I don't believe that. But I'm not an NFL player, so I wouldn't. I think the Broncos are going to win the game because A.J. McCarron will not be able to deal with the, with the Broncos' defense. Now, Handsome just broke the rules. And as opposed to me, who gets to play by his own rules, you're supposed to just say your team. Throw a challenge flag at me, though. You're, pay, you're taking I took the, the Broncos. Broncos? I can't do it. I'd like to, I'd like to do it, but I'm, I'm not going. See how difficult it actually is when you're holding them, how difficult it is to throw these challenge flags. This is a fascinating game, and I know we say I don't want any injuries, but it suddenly is compelling because of the two QBs that are yep. going to be in there. These, you know, Osweiler's been there for a right. few years. This is year two for McCarron. We've seen more Osweiler. And by the way, he was very good in the first half against Pittsburgh, and I wouldn't be surprised if you look back at that at the end of the first half, Osweiler takes a shot. Maybe that had something to do with the way he played in the second half in Pittsburgh or maybe the Steelers. They really did bring the heat in the second half there without having to blitz very often. They did uh, they did get all around Osweiler, and he didn't deal with that yeah. uh, very, very well. I agree, well, but, but forget about Osweiler. They, the, the Broncos need their running game to come right. And it did. remember when the, in the first game when they played the Patriots and Osweiler was there, their running game was clicking suddenly, way, bo- yeah, way right. more than it had done in probably a, until, you know, at the end of last season when it started working for the Broncos with, with Peyton there. But it just ha- nothing's happened with that running game for the last two, three years. Well, minutes. to connect the dots to that, what I said five minutes ago, maybe the Patriots are susceptible and Chris Ivory and company are going to expose that and then everything will be up in the air in the AFC. If that happens, if the Jets win that game... Everything's up for grabs in the AFC. You don't yep. know who's going to even get into the True. wild card. You can assume the Chiefs are going to get there. 
but the Jets might surpass Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh cannot slip up with the Ravens and the Browns. I know everybody in the world thinks, oh, well, those are gimmies. Those are two terrible teams. But those are games that can make the season for these teams in lost 2015s right. for the Ravens and Browns. You knock off the division so bully in Pittsburgh. Yeah, That's all they got left. I know, yeah, and I know people, oh, that doesn't matter. I think it does matter to some people. If things start to break, the Steelers jump on them early, the game will be over. But if it's if they're around at halftime, I'm nervous, if you can't tell. If things do go the way they're supposed to and Pittsburgh wins their last two and the Chiefs win their last two, this game, Cincy and Denver, will decide who the Steelers play in, in all likelihood. Imagine that. that Pittsburgh... Yeah. Going back to Cincinnati for round three or going to a mile high to settle that score from last Sunday. Either way, the playoffs are almost here, and I'm getting excited about it. Just don't blow it, Pittsburgh. That's my Christmas wish this year. <laughs> all right, any Christmas wishes behind the glass black tie other than that you want me to wrap it up? He just wants us to wrap that's it up. That's all he wants. Is that, uh, that's his what, Christmas wish because black? you know why? The R&B podcast is coming in here. Uh, is that what it's about, Black Tie? And, and so he needs us to get out of here because he's embarrassed of us in front of his new friends. Yeah, I know. That is, that is his thing. I, I mean, I, it, they're just a job. They're, they're a responsibility yeah. I have to do. This is my passion, yeah. Mike, and, uh, Mike and Nate. Is that right, Black Tie? Oh, he's on the phone he's on the with phone them. He's them. literally on the phone with them. In he the can't... middle of producing your podcast. How what do you feel, of, Dave? What kind of dirty producing is that? that that's terrible, Black Tie. For shame. I mean, you know what? Oh, well. Coal in the stocking. Mm -hmm. two, two shows in a row, in fact. Last time Maurice was in here, he mentioned that Black Tie's getting coal right. in his stocking. Now Handsome's giving you a piece of coal as well. To everybody else behind the glass, to you, the listener, have a tremendous Christmas with the family That's and right. or friends. Or maybe they're listening to us. Maybe they're alone, but they didn't. They weren't alone for the last right. half hour or 45 minutes. We feel minutes. like we've joined you for Christmas. Thanks for inviting us into your homes. Yeah, we were in your ear for the last uh, 45 minutes. I hope that was a pleasurable visit from uh, from us. And uh, all right, have a good one, handsome. Oh, hey, Dave. I, you I, sticking around? I, well, I got, uh, no, I'm not, not if the R&B podcast coming in, but I did get you a, a gift for Christmas. Oh, all right. Really so wanted, we'll be back after week 16, after Christmas, in front of week 17. And New Year's, and we'll talk college football, and we'll talk the final week of the NFL. In the meantime, enjoy the time. Enjoy the eggnog. I got my sister Debbie's, uh, her text message saying she's at the theater watching Star Wars. I'm very sad to not be there with her. It's the first time we haven't seen a Star Wars together. Is, in the theater together. That's amazing. And also a little sad, yeah. right? I get made fun of that by other people all the time. So anyway, sorry for missing that, but uh, I trust it'll be good. I'm going to go see it at some point soon, and we'll get Black Tie's review on it. Open it, Dave. Open all it. All right, here we go. Let's see what's in here. Find out more on the next DDFP. All right, you've been listening to uh, the Dave Damashek football program. If you like... Funny guys from Pittsburgh. You're going to love the Rosenthal and Jesselnick Vanity Project. RJVP. you got to check us out, nfl.com slash podcast or on iTunes to download our show. This week we knock a xylophone out of the park. I read all, that's right, all the lyrics to Real Love, and we'll finally get into this Beckham situation. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com.